Hi, you guys. Welcome back to episode six, um, Summer Recap, Retrograde Redux, and Virgo Season. Uh, again, I just want to thank you all for the love and support. It definitely does, you know, <laughs> a lot of you guys are really funny. <laughs> um, but I do always appreciate the, the messages that I get from you guys. They really do um, make my day. Um, definitely follow me on Twitter and IG. I really don't be tweeting or posting about anything. Um, that should all change soon. Working on marketing still. Still trying to figure things out. Also, I have not mentioned, but I do have a newsletter, which I also need to... I'm just kind of out of whack right now. I just kind of need to jump back into things with the, the seriousness that they deserve. Um, if you're interested in, you know, being added to the email list for my newsletter, which also will tell you when a new episode comes out, even though you can also turn on your notifications, which I encourage you to do so that you know when I post. Um, but yeah, DM me if you're interested in being added to the email list, um, for more free astrology, uh, content. Not bad to have free stuff, right? Um... I will mention this now because I didn't really, you know, I go on tangents, so I kind of forget to mention particular things. Um, so I talked a bit, and I'll probably, we'll see. I might cut this out of the recording um, I, I and just talk about it now. I think that's what makes the most sense. Um, you know, I came back from, I came home, uh, what day was that? Um, Thursday. Feeling just really, really raw. Um, the analogy that I, I used to describe it was feeling like a um, a snake that just shed its skin. Um, anyone who is familiar with uh, the different kind of levels of Scorpio, which I do talk about a little bit in the beginning. I don't talk about that, but I do talk about what it means for Scorpio and how that kind of relates to the other things that are happening, right? Um, we, um, the different levels are, of course, the the scorpion, the snake, um, and the goal is to elevate then to the eagle and then, of course, the phoenix, right? It's the kind of levels of development for a Scorpio. Um, and, of course, when any animal, whether it's a crab or a snake or, you know, that time of year when, you know, animals like molt, right? And they kind of lose their layer of skin so that they can grow a new one. Um, it, it is a very kind of sensitive time. And I feel like, you know, I'm one person that's feeling that I'm pretty sure there's someone else out here that relates to that feeling as well. Um, and there probably is a desire to be very reclusive right now. I definitely uh, came back to work and was bombarded by all of these things. And I'm like, yo, I just really want to just go to sleep and not talk to anyone. And of course, people coming out of nowhere, um, forcing me to have very awkward and intense conversations that are necessary during a time when I really just want to be like, no, 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 back up, leave me alone, please stop. I don't want to do this right now. Um, but I think in a way it, it, it toughens the skin. Um, 
and shows you that maybe, you know, life does and living in, you know, the uh, being that right now, this is what the type of society that we live in is like where you don't really have all of the time necessary to kind of like absorb and um, work through all the, you know, things that are kind of unfolding for you. You don't get to kind of like stop and do that. Like you kind of have to do that and like go to work so that you don't get like evicted from your apartment, right? Anyway, um, all that to say, I feel you and I understand how you feel. Um, or I'm just, again, just talking to myself about myself, but I highly doubt that. Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, make sure that you subscribe to listen. Make sure that you share with a friend. Make sure you share with three friends. If you already told your friend, tell them again if they didn't listen. Listen twice. Listen three times. Um, tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Tell your cat. Anyway, thank you guys. It is literally five o'clock in the morning and I cannot go to sleep. I woke up at five eleven. Which is really funny. Um and I said, Okay, well, you're probably not gonna go back to sleep since you have to wake up soon anyway, so like you might as well record. So I decided to record. Releasing an episode a little early. Um Usually it's, you know, you guys have seen like two weeks between each episode. Um, but I, I think it's time um, before it gets too late, at least, to, to start talking about this. Um, happy Virgo season, everybody. Ooh, focal fry. Mm. Back in May... May 29th to be exact was the beginning of everything that has kind of unfolded now um, and I say that because of the iconic pop culture moment that happened on May 29th <laughs> on May 29th uh, Pusha T uh, tore Drake a new asshole I think we all remember that um, and he declared this summer the quote-unquote surgical summer. And when I heard that, I was like, yo, that's accurate as fuck. LOL. And then it became summer, and I was like, oh my god, like that's accurate as fuck. It's been so emotional. Um... An, an emotional roller coaster. And it's finally kind of getting to a point. Ooh, I'm trying not to be super emotional. Um, where it's kind of coming down. Right? And so we'll talk a bit about what to kind of expect um, in Virgo season and what it really means. Um, ooh, 550, 533. Fun. Um, and I'll kind of, you know, preface this by also talking about all of the retrogrades, or, my bad, all of the direct motion of the planets that have been happening as well, the full moon, all of which has really kind of 
initiated all of these amazing things that have just kind of began to unfold for you. And if it doesn't feel amazing for you right now, that's okay. Like I said, lots of people feel really raw right now, including myself. Um, I'm coming to understand that as a Scorpio rising, and this is something that I feel like is, is we're kind of facing collectively too. Um, as a Scorpio rising, or even, you know, you can take this into consideration if you're, uh, a Scorpio period, um, you know, sun, moon, uh, if you have really harsh Pluto, not harsh, but if you have really strong Pluto aspects to your sun or your ascendant, you probably will, or like eighth house planet, you'll probably kind of relate to this. Um, Virgo, not Virgo, Scorpio is a, is fixed water, right? And so it's really funny to me. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense, but it makes perfect sense that Scorpio is a fixed sign. Fixed, of course, being the stable, the most stable of the the mutable, not the mutable, of the modalities, right? Um, Stability. Um, really building upon something, right? The mutable, no, I'm sorry, ooh, ooh, my words right now, all mixed up. Uh, the fixed signs are the middle of the season, right? So we just left Leo season, that was fixed fire. Um, and so, and next week, uh, Venus is gonna enter Scorpio. So maybe this is kind of timely and, and we'll see and, and this will kind of make sense, right? Um, Scorpio teaches us that the only thing that is constant, fixed, right, is change. It makes perfect sense. And so what you may find as someone who is, you know, Mars dominant, Pluto dominant, if you believe that Pluto is the planetary ruler of Scorpio, it also is the planet of, you know, regenerative energy, transformation, death, rebirth all that really great shit. But you may find that oftentimes um, life takes really slow but also kind of dramatic shifts and unfolds, right? How How do you see this happening? Well, this is how I see it happening for me. So I just came back from a trip. Um, I went to New Hampshire. Uh, It was much needed and the the word that I I use to describe it is transformative um because a couple days before my trip I felt this feeling um I felt very alone it was like kind of like alone and like kind of things felt really quiet. I was like, okay, like, this is a weird feeling. Like, I I do have friends. Like, I do have people who love me. But, like, oh, it feels very lonely right now. Um, and there's kind of, like, a, a stillness that kind of, you know, gives me a little bit of anxiety because, you know, Virgo Moon, um, always having to know what's next, always having to understand what's happening, but I kind of was like, it's okay, right? So I was like, hmm, this is an interesting feeling. 
Um, I feel like everything is about to change. And that's exactly what happened. My flight landed uh, at the exact time that the full moon in um, Pisces was the most powerful. And because I knew that, I knew that after this trip, a lot of things would be left on the other side of, uh, on the other side of what was happening, which was really intense. Um, But I also knew that it was a sign that it's time for something new. And it kind of ushered in um, all of the changes uh, that I've been waiting for and all the clarity that I've been waiting for this entire summer. And so it was the last uh, full moon of the summer. Uh, So you may have found um, that it was a very emotional time. And it was. And it is. Um, But you could kind of take it not as a moment to kind of be sad but as a moment to be very proud of yourself everyone should be really proud of themselves right now um Virgo season is about healing and I say that and I mean it even even more so than it it would have made sense last year or next year because of all of the things that have happened right so what are those things so this cancer season uh, really drug us through the water <laughs> in a way that exposed and kind of showed us the depth of our emotional world. Um, and maybe in a way that we were not familiar with before. And it kind of faced us with a lot of different choices that we had to make, a lot of very difficult choices, um, which of course is represented by that eclipse, um, that what new moon eclipse, yes, new moon eclipse in Cancer, yes. Where if you go back and listen to the this freaking eclipse episode, she was. Whew. You know, at the time, it it felt extremely trying, and it felt like you were being pulled in a thousand different directions, and you're like, okay, like, I know what I need to do, but this is becoming really, really stressful, right? And, you know, the the analogy that I use is that, you know, you're kind of having, in a way, well, I'll say it like this, it's kind of like, hmm, the... The you know in in a in a woman get you know I talked about like giving birth to this thing right or just ultimately yourself right it's really funny because what comes to mind is um I don't know if anyone's familiar with the well of course you guys are it's Lady Gaga um the was it the born this way yeah no yes the born this way music video where she has like that. Like, the extended version, like, the long original version where she, like, gives birth to... 
Aries are fucking trendsetters and they just see shit. Wow, she's amazing. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Stand moment. Um, she gives birth to like basically like herself. It's so weird. Go watch that shit again if you can. And like this is something that she did um, on her Born This Way tour as well. Like this was like a thing where she like was like given birth to to things like on stage right and so like think about like the labor pains that are kind of experienced you know that's exactly how we'll describe cancer season especially that eclipse as labor pains you know it doesn't feel good at the time but what you're blessed with on the other side you know you can't say like no put it back you know like it's (laughs) it's that crossroads right where you're like okay like this is really stressful and this is giving me a a really hard time but like I don't really have a choice like I kind of like have to give birth and it's kind of gonna hurt you know a lot but what you're blessed with is an amazingly beautiful child right and so there was an insane amount of clarity that came I'm not gonna say the clarity came yet we were just shaken up a bit and it kind of took us a little while to kind of um, adjust to that. So cancer season was of course extremely emotional in terms of being really forced to go internal, um, to be very, you know, I think someone said like each season you basically get to know what it's like to be that sign, right? Um, So kind of having to constantly be stuck in a state where you're just like with your emotions um, constantly, where you wear them on your sleep. And it can be really difficult to not get pulled, you know, in with the tide. right it can be uncomfortable right and so in a way you have to kind of learn to go with the flow one of my favorite cards in the Osho's and tarot deck um and so you are kind of being pulled back and forth and hopefully by the end of it you kind of learn as with labor pains that it's just kind of gonna be there and you kind of just have to go with it until it's uh, time for it to be over And then, of course, right after that, then we're flung into fucking Leo season. Yes, flung. Um, At least that's how I felt. If if you felt otherwise, feel free to let me know. (laughs) But, like, it was like cancer season, like, throws you on the beach. (laughs) And it's like, go. And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, you just... Like, that was stressful. You can't just, like, throw me onto the fucking the shore like that like why the fuck would you do like that's how I felt like it was a lot and so (laughs) and then you're just like hobbling like what the fuck and you're like confused because the sun is like shining in your face and you're like this is a lot like I'm cold and like but I'm also not cold because like the sun is like beaming on me and it's like burning ow you know and so the the two planets being in, in the most important this summer were well, the most, three most important planets this summer were, of course, the moon and then the um, sun and then right now Mercury, which is fantastic. 
Um, and so the moon really illuminating all of the kind of emotional baggage that we've kind of been carrying around and giving us a very gentle opportunity to work through it and then giving us a very intense opportunity to work through it towards the end. The sun shining brightly into the direction that we are meant to head in as we emerge from the water. And we're kind of given the opportunity then, as I had said during the other eclipse, the, the full moon eclipse uh, one, uh, you're given the opportunity to choose yourself for everyone. And I think that's what makes everything so emotional, right? Um, Cancer and Leo season gave us a very staunch and very holistic kind of perspective of the two different differing parts of ourselves that kind of need to come together and work in tandem to get us to where we need to go. What are those two parts? Your sun and your moon, right? Um, And so that was either very obvious for you. I don't think it was very obvious for a lot. Well, you know, yeah, I do think it was very obvious um, because eclipses have the tendency to make things very obvious, right? Um, So things were very obvious at this point about, you know, what direction needs to be headed in and what needs to be done and what is the calling. But I feel like because of the intensity of the eclipse, it made it very difficult to kind of go with some of those things, even though many of us were kind of forced into situations where we just had to, had to let go, where we had to say no. Why did that rhyme? Anyway, um, where we're kind of like forced, you know, to quit the job, to break up with the person, um, to end the friendship, to pack up all your shit and go and hope that what you're doing is something that's working for you. I know somebody's listening and felt like that sounded like oddly personal. It, it was meant to be. <laughs> um, you know, so really just being forced into a space where again you have came across the crossroads and then that that full moon eclipse really telling you like hey like you have to let it go you have to let it go and it you have to let it go you know and you know the thing about eclipses is that they will really just snatch things away from you when you're not ready And that can be really hurtful and that can be really painful. And I don't think it helped that um, all of these planets have been retrograde as well. And that is kind of what has really caused, I'd say, most of the reflection and most of the difficult things. If you're someone who may have had, well, no, no thing is small, but kind of seemingly small and mundane parts of the larger piece kind of those things kind of changing for you it's okay it probably has a lot to do with the fact that all of these planets have been retrograde and so to a certain extent lots of things have kind of been up in the air and not they've been resolved but not completely resolved and you know they haven't been completely resolved because these people have been on your mind these things have been on your mind right and you were probably thinking hey these people didn't show up during the retrograde they're probably not going to show up at all. At least that's what I was thinking. 
and I was surprisingly wrong. Um, I'm wrong about a lot of things. Um, and so what we do now, now that we are aware of our kind of emotional landscaping as well as our external landscape and kind of the journey that lies ahead for us to kind of make our way through that landscape, the eclipse that was on the 12th was definitely a lot more gentle and a lot more kinder than the other ones were. Um, it was... If you've ever been <laughs> loved by a Leo, you understand the, the type of gentleness that I'm talking about. Um, it's the gentleness that happens when they kind of get out of their own face and like out of the mirror um, to really focus on you. Granted, the, the motivation behind focusing on you is a little selfish, <laughs> but it is very loving. Right? Think about the strength card and how gentle the woman is with the lion. and how she's petting his head. And she's very unafraid. That's kind of how the eclipse treated us. Where the eclipse knows that we all have like our paws out, ready to scratch, ready to bite anything that's kind of coming towards us that may um, show us that something else is being taken away, that something else is kind of changing. And it's like, hey, like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to bite me. Like, it's okay. It's going to be fine. Um, it's a gentleness that lets you know that, like, it, it's okay to move forward. In the, I keep referencing all these tarot decks because, I mean, these are the, the images that are kind of coming to my mind to help me describe what, what's kind of happening. So in the Tarot del Fuego, look it up. Look up their version of the strength card. Um, it's a little girl climbing across the jaws of a monster. And that's exactly what Leo season is kind of, kind of was about, right? Not only the, the beast being tamed within you so that you can kind of calm down and like work through these things that you need to work through very patiently and very understanding. Um, but you also need to climb through the jaws of, of the beast, right? And I love that it's represented by a, a little girl because of course, as we know, um, Leo, fifth house, is representative of children and all of the things that you give birth to, right? And so we see in the image that even this small child is able to be brave enough to kind of conquer um, this thing that's really scary that's lying ahead of her, but knowing that it's extremely necessary. Um, and so I think what made the transition into Virgo season a little bit easier is the fact that a couple days before, Mercury goes, went direct on August 19th. 
And many people may have saw that things picked up speed. Many also may have saw that some people came back. And it was easy to ignore. And if you ignored that person, they definitely came back another time so that you could really figure it out. Um, And if they came back again, it probably had a lot more to do with Mars retrograde than Mercury retrograde. So really being able to kind of work through some of these things that were kind of stuck in your mind and now presented an opportunity for you to kind of work through. I can honestly say, and I know that all my Geminis um, and Virgos and Mercury Doms agree that when Mercury went direct, a huge um, weight was lifted off of your shoulders. You're like, I can finally think again. I can finally move again. But the sky is kind of like, not so fast, like calm down, right? And so what is Virgo season about? Of course I said it was about healing. Um, But why? So given this awareness that we have of, again, the emotional landscape, the external landscape, the journey, the path that lies ahead, you're given an opportunity to kind of work through the kinks, per se, um, to kind of fix. Um, I'm pulling up my notes. I'm sorry. Mm. Sorry, guys. Mm, fuck it. It was really good. Oh, there it is. Um, no, that's not it. Hmm. Oh, well. Oh, there it is. Uh, Virgo season, you know, Virgo being, like, ruled by Mercury. Uh, Virgo being very analytical, very... Um, nitpicky, critical, judgmental. The key that, um, the key to Virgo uh, and the reason why, you know, it's very, I've said before, not to you guys, but to many people, judgment has a very negative connotation. But all that judgment is, is discernment, right? And what is discernment? Discernment is discrimination, And of course, discrimination itself also has a negative connotation. We Americans really just know how to ruin words, don't we? Um, And so in discerning through and, you know, it's like working with muddy water, but the sun is out, where you kind of have a crystal clear view of the water, but the water also is murky, right? But you can kind of see if you look through and you kind of sit still for a while that like, okay, there are some things that I can kind of get out of the water and kind of get out of the mud. And so with, uh, (sighs) I'm so tired. Um, With the, Mm-mm. I'm I'm thinking of like a lotus flower. Interesting. I was supposed to go see the lotus flowers a couple weeks ago. I didn't get to go. 
um, kind of being able to see, you know, of everything that's been given to you, what, what, how do I move forward, right? This is kind of working through the details to get all of these different parts, to get all of the kind of balls rolling um, on all of the things that you've kind of discovered about yourself. And that is also very evident through the fact that All of the planets are, most planets are going direct during this season as well. We'll find by Libra season that most planets will be in direct motion. Virgo is a very underappreciated sign. When I was on my trip, <laughs> the last day that I was eating lunch there, there was this, this old white dude, um, sitting at one of the tables oh by the way where did I go yes I went to Albany New Hampshire to the World Fellowship Retreat Center if you haven't gone you should go because it is extremely beautiful I had no reception for days and I'm like low-key like addicted to my phone So it was very difficult the first day to kind of like detach from the idea of not being able to like connect in in the way that I'm used to. But it also really forced me to connect in a way that I haven't before or haven't in a very long time. It was great to really be able to It was amazing, actually, you know, it it made a lot of sense. Pisces, I say Pisces because I'm talking about the full moon, kind of, rules the feet. Um, And one thing that I learned when I was like in this yoga class, this woman had, she's like, web your fingers between your toes. I want you to try to web your fingers between your toes. And what many people like me will probably discover is that it's very difficult (laughs) and that your toes are very tense, right? And there's not a lot of flexibility and fluidity between them. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that we wear shoes. During my trip, I was able to walk on the earth barefoot and it felt amazing. I was able to put my feet into water And not like trashy, like city pool water, but like mountain water, like water that's like formed from like runoff of a glacier. Like that's an amazingly beautiful thing to be able to do, right? And it felt very good. And it was clearly the cure, right? I hope if, you know, this weekend, if you did, you were able to get out and enjoy nature in some sort of way, whether that was through just taking a walk, whether you went hiking, whether you went swimming. Um, And I hope you were able to, at least I was, to look into nature, to look into look and see how all of that is a reflection of you. Because that's what really Pisces is really about. It's being able to see that one, you have your own divinity. 
um, but also being able to see that di- that divinity and that beauty is reflected in all that you see um, and all that is created, right? Um, and hopefully in smiling at uh, the sound of a cicada or the dappling of the light through trees or the sound of a stream, uh, that smile reminds you that that is you too. those sounds and those things that you see are also you. So you should feel beautiful, right? Um, And so that's the feeling that I had this weekend. But let me not go too far off of the track um, so that I can finish this story. And so (laughs) this made me want to (laughs) cry. I say that Virgos are underappreciated. So they, they, the, at, the the lunch announcements they were talking about this man this this dude that was sitting at the table they were like you know what was his name I think his name was Dan Friedman and they were talking about how he served such a pivotal role um oh wow of course the I'm just gonna wait for that to stop because I don't have the patience. Wow, now it's beeping. Okay. Cool. Sorry, you guys. This is so annoying. If anyone has ever listened to Jaden XD... Um, they live in New York. <laughs> so like during the episodes, cause they also record in their somewhat one of their houses, right? Shout out to grassroots productions, <laughs> doing your shit in your bedroom or your fucking living room. Um, but you hear the, I hope you can hear me right now. If you can, it's okay. Um, the like you hear the ambulance you hear like the cars honking like just all those like very new york noises oh it's very funny that this is happening to me right now because it's fucking annoying and then like xd like screams shut up at like the ambulance and like the police it's the funniest shit ever anyway still waiting because i can't focus wow it's getting loud Is this the trash man? Yeah, it's the trash. Let me just move to the living room. That's better. You can still probably hear it, but it's probably just not as loud. And I can also get water while I talk to you. And so... Ooh. I'm covered in mosquito bites. And so they were talking about how he served as a very pivotal person in terms of some of the things that um, unfolded for uh, World Fellowship in terms of nature, right? Um, he was someone who made a lot of trails and who taught people the importance of 
forest maintenance <laughs> um, in order to um, keep the or maintain the beauty of the areas surrounding um, the retreat center. And it was his birthday. And when I tell you, <laughs> I almost burst out in tears at the freaking table. I was like, of course he's a Virgo. Of course he's a Virgo. There is no other sign out here that's like, we have to do maintenance to the forest. Like other people would be like, what? Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Right. And so why do I bring this up? <laughs> Happy birthday, Dan. What? I think he was turning either 67 or 76. I don't know. I also couldn't tell. I don't know if that was shady or not. It probably was. Um, but Virgo is the does the thankless job. Virgo does all of the things that um, no one notices are uh, needed to be done until it's not done. Until it doesn't exist. And, or something goes wrong. And then everyone wants to be mad, right? Um... Virgo is the reason why your airplane, and I noticed this when I was coming back too, and I I laughed so hard. You have the directions about like putting on a life vest, what to do if the plane lands on the water, on the ground, how to put on, you know, Fix yours first and do then do the one for your child or the person next to you. Like all of those kind of rules that you kind of see and all of those kind of safety procedures that are kind of there that you may need that, you know, most of the time, most of us have probably flown before and know that like, you know, we're all alive. We weren't in a plane crash, right? Um, all of these kind of what ifs um, are kind of planned for and accounted for. Of course, if those what ifs weren't there and the plane fucking crashes, everyone would be mad and someone would be like, why did no one ever think about blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, somebody did. Um, The importance of there being structure, not in a Capricorn way, but in a very refined way. In using their discernment skills and what you will kind of come to find during this this season is there is an understanding of the system of organization, of routine, of ritual that needs to be created, um, whether it's for you, for your job, um, in your relationship, you know, it can be a lot of different in your family that needs to be created in order for the machine to run efficiently um that being said again it's a job that if it's not done everyone is mad at you but when it is done no one is thinking about it right because it's not something that's necessarily on the mind of like this needs to be done in order for this to exist um and this is oftentimes what leads virgos to being very taken advantage of or feeling very taken advantage of um, because they do all of this kind of grunt work that no one ever really kind of thinks about. Um, So what I do ask you to do, um, what I'll ask everyone to do is to thank the Virgos that they see, um, whether that's sun, moon, or rising. 
it's not an easy placement. It's not easy. Um, none of them are easy. Um, but they definitely don't get the love that they deserve. Think about Michael Jackson. Think about Beyonce. Um, think about how effortless they make it seem to be themselves, but you know that there is work that is put in that no one else could put in. I think the joke is like you and Beyonce, uh, we and Beyonce have like the same 24 hours. A Virgo's 24 hours are not the same as anyone else's 24 hours because of the amount of work that they put in. Um, And oftentimes, again, don't get the respect for. It is no wonder that the one person that the two people that people across the world have been vastly obsessed with um, have been Virgos. They deserve it. I think there was, it's really funny, there was this video of Michael Jackson singing. Um, You've probably seen it on Twitter because it just popped up like within the last two days. Um, where the sound director or whatever was supposed to cut off the song and he didn't. And Michael is on stage still singing and he says, job's gone. Like he announces in like a sing-songy tone um, that this man has lost his job for fucking up the operation. And I'm like, this is the most Virgo thing I've ever heard in my entire life (laughs) but that's what it is right um the way that Beyonce can fall mid-performance and hop up and do it and finish it perfectly as if it never happened right but you can probably and you know I think there was also another video of like her background dancers falling I bet you even though you know they kind of got over it in the meantime, I bet you she chewed their asses out backstage. I bet you she did. Not even to be, like, bitchy, but to let them know, like, yo, like, we have to run a seamless operation. It has to be perfect, right? But we have to tell Virgos that perfect is not real, which is why things happen. Um, and so one thing that can happen with Virgo season, because we are, we do become very hyper aware of all of the details. We can either use that to propel us um, and we can get to work, or we can um, become consumed by the detail and be very upset with ourselves for not doing, for not working the way that we thought we could, the way that we think we should. Um, anyone who knows a Virgo or anyone with Virgo placements knows that they have the nastiest inner dialogue. And I say this to myself too. If you could hear the inside of a Virgo's mind, it would probably scare you. And it would also probably make sense to you why they talk to people the way they do. Um, just, you know, the, the way that, ooh, I caught an angel number as I said that. That's funny. Um, So the tendency to be very critical and nitpicky and judgmental can get to a point where you are not building and working and creating, but tearing apart, um, obsessing and overthinking um, in a way that kind of gets you stuck in, um, I'd say, two of pentacles energy, 
where you're kind of vacillating, you're kind of up and down and around and kind of just like not able to kind of come to a, just a stop, right? And just kind of really like obsessing about, well, I should have done this or maybe I should do this or why isn't this turning out the way that I want it to or this could be nicer or this, this, you know. Again, perfect is not real. It's okay. No one is asking you to be perfect. Um, look at Libras. <laughs> I only say that because that's the next season. But they're extremely imperfect in a lot of ways. And they're like, they just still smile through it, right? That's what I appreciate about them. They're like, it's okay though. Like, he, you know, they take all the, the Virgo work and they're like, you know, I do what I can with this shit. You know, it's fine. You know, however it turns out, it turns out that way. Um, I'm talking about the developed Libras, not talking about you, the underdeveloped. Mm, we'll get there next, uh, in a couple weeks. <laughs> um, and so, where was I? Again, uh, one thing that I kind of realized is, you know, one thing that definitely is kind of associated with Virgo is being a worrier. Um, and worry, of course, when taken to an extreme, can be turned into anxiety. And it can be easy to be anxious when you're someone who has a thousand thoughts and a thousand ideas and are absorbing everything from your environment and are trying to make sense into things and trying to, you know, I think a, a great way to describe the way that a Virgo thinks or experiences things is, you know how, like, they have those really funny gifs of... Um, People, I think there's one of Zach Galifianakis, there's one of Beyonce, and there's one of like some lady from like some Spanish um, uh, telenovela, um, where they have like the equations over their face. Yeah, it's like that, right? And when you're in that place, um, you it's very easy when you are someone who sees all of the possibilities for how something can turn out and all of the different possible solutions. Think about Dr. Strange um, when he, in Avenger, in the Avengers, I also think that um, Dr. Strange is a Capricorn with a Virgo rising. No, mm, with a Virgo moon. Yes, Virgo moon and a Capricorn rising go watch his movie and tell me that I'm wrong I dare you um and so you when he was like they were like yo like him you know Tony and Spider-Man are chilling on that fucking on uh on Titan and they're like okay sis like find out what are the possibilities for us um to like beat Thanos right and then, like, his head, like, does that, like, weird, like, <laughs> twitchy thing. <laughs> and he's like, there are 14 billion possibilities of how this situation could turn out. And there is only one of which, um, where we win. That one, right? That was the shittiest moment. No, that was not the shittiest moment of the movie. That was definitely one of them, though, right? And so... When you're someone who sees things like that, it can be very daunting. Um, and it can be very easy to get into an anxious place. One thing about people who are anxious or experience anxiety 
is that they are people who worry about the future. Yeah, that is what it's about, right? It's not about the past. That's very Cancerian, right? It's about, well, we need to move forward and we need to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and this. But also, I don't know if this, this, and this, and this can be done or if they can be done well. Um, Or what if this happens? Or what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, and this and that and, you know, the the Virgo thing. Everyone has probably seen the Virgo and the the worrier and you're like, can you please chill the fuck out? And can you please stop overthinking? And so lots of times we might experience this. And so what do you do when you experience this? And this is also word to Virgos as well. You need to build a practice of meditation. And why is that? One of the most important things that you can do, and this is something that was tested for me on the trip, is the idea of being present. Understanding that there is no moment beyond now or behind now. Be in the present. Again, I'll reference the Osho Zen deck. Um, the, the card is moment to moment. Appreciating each moment as it unfolds and experiencing each moment as it unfolds. Virgos are very intuitive. They're very intuitive, again, because of that faculty that they have to... Um, see all of the details and crunch the numbers really quickly and give you the right answer right away. Intuition is silent. And if you're ever wondering if like you're being, you know, if it's your intuition or if it's your worrying and it's your fear, your intuition will tell you one time and it will whisper it and will be very kind to you. And you, again, you wait for the moment to unfold. You don't try to search through fucking a thousand papers, a thousand files, trying to find the moment so that it can arrive. You wait for it to arrive. That's why Virgos love to say, I told you so. They tell you one time. You don't listen. They tell you, I told you so. Right? Um, And then it's your fear if you veer off into all of the different possibilities and you're not thinking about or feeling the moment, the present, right? When you start saying what if and you start dwelling and thinking about the future is the moment that you know that you're just worrying and that it's just anxiety and that it's not your intuition, right? Um, And so in meditating, you can kind of find stillness and calmness to be able to appreciate the moments as they come to you and to allow things to unfold as they do. That is why the Virgo card, so the sun in Virgo card in the deck is the eight of pentacles, the person sitting at the bench, working meticulously, carving the pentacles. But the major arcana card that represents the um, 
uh, Virgo is the hermit. And it, it would make sense that that's the case, right? Because of the reclusive nature of the hermit um, and the need to go inside um, to shine the light in the right direction to be able to have that I told you so moment, right? Um, a very reflective card because Virgos are very reflective people. Um, I'd say the only sign that's more right than a Capricorn or even a Cancer is a Virgo. Yeah. Um, and so kind of, uh, again, in the hermit in a way representative of that meditative practice that I was talking about. Uh, meditate, whether it's five minutes a day, whether it is during your lunch break, make time for that um, to practice being present-minded. And that is what's going to help get you through Virgo season. On um, August 26th, Seventh, one of those days, Mars went direct in the sign Capricorn. Mars is exalted in Capricorn. What does that mean? Um, it means that it is a placement that works very well. Um, Mars and Capricorn is a combination of the willpower of. Um, the willpower and the the can-do of Mars and the wherewithal and the discipline of Saturn. So not only are we getting it done, we're getting it done in the way that it needs to get done. This is why I appreciate Capricorn so much. Um, And oddly enough, I found myself the day that Mars went direct. I found myself hiking a mountain. I was like, I'm literally being a goat right now. Like, this is fucking great. And it was very difficult. And that was where I had the realization of you know, anxiety versus intuition. But also where I had a a kind of overview of everything that has kind of been experienced for us this summer. This was one of the physically, most physically demanding and challenging things that I've ever done in my entire life. And I'm a pretty in-shape person, um, but this was crazy. Um, It was very challenging. It was challenging not only physically, but, but mentally as well in terms of having the stamina and having the mental strength to make it up the mountain. And I did. And when I got to a point where I wasn't worried about reaching the summit, but in taking in each moment, I was able to appreciate reaching the summit that much more. Um... And of course, after a certain point where the the pain 
of hiking the mountain becomes almost non-existent and it's kind of like numb you kind of get that you know the people oh squirrels wow um you kind of get that runner's high right where you're kind of stuck at this euphoric high where it's just smooth sailing um but what i noticed when i came down off the mountain and this kind of gave me a a peek into my own psyche and the way that i think and experience things you know i i made it to this this point of kind of an intense hardship and then on my way back down i started to worry and i was like well what if there's bears on the mountain Mind you, at this point, it doesn't fucking matter if there's bears on the fucking mountain. Like, you just climbed the top to the top of the fucking mountain, and now you're coming down, right? What if there's bears? I kept seeing every shadow that I saw, every trunk that I saw was a fucking bear. <laughs> every branch that moved. Um, I was kind of shook and scared. Um, every thing that, you know, my friend Nora, shout out to Nora, Cancer son. Um, everything that she kind of stepped on, I was like spooked. Um, and it was that at that moment that I realized this is what you do to yourself all the time. You accomplish something amazing and then you start to doubt yourself because you're getting caught up in the details and the things that don't matter. So my answer, my what, what I'm trying to tell you is if you come across this moment for yourself, don't do it don't do it. And it, it, it sounds very, duh, like don't do it, but like, don't do that shit. Do not sit here and overthink and vacillate yourself into a point where you can't even see and appreciate all of the hard work that you've just done because you're hell bent on details or things that you think might happen that aren't going to even fucking happen because you keep thinking and you need to stop thinking, right? Stay in the runner's high. Um, one thing I'll, I will say in, so next week on the uh, the 6th, Saturn will go direct. And so you may find, everyone may find that lots of things that, you know, it's kind of like with every planet going direct, the the engine is kind of revving. Or it's like waiting for the engine to heat up um, when it's really cold outside. But when it's time to go, it'll be time to go, right? Um, and so you may kind of find that some things that have kind of been really slow moving and rolling are finally coming out. Maybe you're starting to see and understand why things were delayed the way that they were and you can appreciate it. Maybe you're, hopefully you're understanding why these people are coming back. And more importantly, I hope you're solving these issues with them. Because if you do not, it's just going to come back again. And it's going to come back Mercury in Sag. And it's, because that's, mind you, all three of the retrogrades this year have been in fire signs. And it makes it that much more intense. And it makes it that much more difficult. Because we know how fire signs are. You can't tell them anything. They're so hard-headed. And so, definitely make sure you're working through these things now. You still have time. Mercury clears its Saturn goes direct next week on the 6th. Again, things will start to move faster. Mercury clears its shadow next week. And we'll enter Virgo. I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. 
it's probably going to make us feel a lot more anal about everything. But it's okay. I told you guys to breathe. Meditate. Um, Mars will be moving through Aquarius and making new strides and new degrees sometime towards the end of the month, I believe. That should be fun. One thing I will say in closing to kind of sum up what Virgo season is and why it is important. People often associate cancer with the nurturing, the mother energy, which is extremely true. But we also need to remember that that's Virgo as well. It's the things that our mom do that, I mean, generally speaking, mothers are taken for granted all of the time, especially by their whack-ass husbands. Um, <laughs> no shade to my own father. He's- Oop, that was cut off. Um, well, let me try to do this in five minutes so that I can make it to work on time. It's funny how I went to like probably being very early and on time for work to like almost being late. <laughs> Not almost being late. I'll be fine. It's a Friday. There's no traffic. Um, you know, the the unappreciated parts of your mother, right? The fact that she works 40 hours just like your father and she cooks the breakfast and she makes sure that everyone gets to school on time and she picks everyone up from after school to make sure that they can get to their activities um and if any of those and she makes dinner and she runs the bath and she tucks you in and makes sure that she reads you that story and that she says it in that very particular voice when she reads it certain part of the story and also make sure that the nightlight is plugged in so you're not scared um when she turns off the lights and closes the door right and if any of those pieces kind of fall apart if she gets sick everything falls apart you know just that um and so again keeping that into consideration and also knowing for yourself um when it's time to stop or to slow down um and understanding that you do not have to carry all of the weight you don't. It may feel like you do, but you don't. If people want to be mad that you don't want to pull all the weight, it's fine. Um, and I say that for you too. Know when to stop. Know when to rest. Um, all that we're doing now is preparing um, for Libra season so that we can show ourselves off. Libra season is very showy. Libra season is very out there. It's the concept of femininity and beauty applied. Um, It's aesthetics. It's art galleries. It's feminism. It's all of that, right? So being able to find that faculty within you um, by refining yourself during this season so that you can be ready to show yourself to the world when the sun enters Libra towards the end of the month. Um, And what will happen... After Libra season or what will be initiated by Libra season mind you we are now halfway through the zodiac um we will find that we are getting further and further from ourselves we in Virgo season we enter the interpersonal planets um and or the interpersonal signs and that will be most of our 
fall um, will be experiencing this. And of course, at the end of the fall, uh, mutables being the, the transition, right? Um, we will head into the transpersonal signs um, where we no longer, the focus is no longer us. The focus is no longer how we relate to those immediately around us it becomes collective. Um, and so that's what you'll find um, in each episode where I kind of talk about the season. It will become less and less about you, which is always the really fun part and where things get elusive. And that is why I had the collectively stuck at Capricorn episode last week. If you haven't listened to it, you should. I promise it will add value to your life. It will probably make more sense again as we get into Sagittarius season, um, as we get into the ingress of the nodes of fate into Cancer and Capricorn in that order. Um, all of these things will begin to make a little more sense of as to why I decided to talk about these things. Okay, thank you so much for listening. I know the episodes are getting longer, but there's just so much to talk about. And I feel like, I, you know, everything is of value. If you would like a reading, I do both astrological and tarot readings. I can also combine the two. Those tend to be fun. I usually do it naturally anyway. Um, feel free to DM me. Um, someone had asked a really great question. They had asked if I do trades. I do. If you have a product that you would like to trade with me, in exchange for a reading, hell yes, I would even happily shout out your product if it was good, because that's what this is about, is sharing um, resources with one another and really elevating and lifting each other up. Um, That's what community is all about. All right. So thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.